When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Now, from Learfield. Pistols firing! Touchdown, Oklahoma State! This is the Oklahoma State Cowboy Insider. Here is your host, Dave Hunziker. Happy New Year. Welcome to another edition of the Cowboy Radio Network Insider. Looking back for a moment at the bowl game victory, the Alamo Bowl game thrashing of Colorado, in which the Cowboys were as physical as I think I've ever seen them play in a game. Boy, they took it right to Colorado from the start. When a wide receiver, in this case, Juwan Seals, knocks out two guys in the same game, that tells me you're playing with some violence, as Glenn Spencer, the defensive coordinator, would say. It was a great way to end the year over a Colorado team that, like Oklahoma State, was playing for a conference championship in its final game of the quote-unquote regular season. You know, I was looking back, there's been a lot of talk about comparing the 2010 and 2011 seasons to what could be evolving here with 2016 and 2017. Of course, Cowboys won the Alamo Bowl 2010, then won the Big 12 championship in 2011. I was doing some research and looking back at that. There's a couple of things worth noting. Uh, and first of all, Oklahoma State, even in 2010, lost some key guys, some very key guys. Kendall Hunter, for example, was as good of a tailback as there was in America. He was an All-American tailback. You lost him. You lost the first-team All-Big 12 Conference fullback, Bryant Ward. And then if you go back and look at things defensively, Oklahoma State lost basically six of its front seven on defense, at least five. You lost three guys that started on the defensive line, Chris Donaldson, Shane Jarka, Hugo Chinasa. Then you lost two linebackers. Ori Lemon and Justin Gent, and then you lost kind of a part-time starter at the linebacker position, James Thomas. So at least five of the front seven, depending on how you look at it, six. So they had some significant losses. That's to some extent true for this Oklahoma State team as well, because certainly there are some key players that that will be gone. Very happy for Vincent Taylor and his professional opportunity. That's a significant loss. You're talking about a first team, all Big 12 conference, interior defensive lineman. The Cowboys will be reloading at Cowboy back to a large extent with the loss of Blake Jarwin and Zach Veach. At linebacker, you lose two starters, Devontae Averett and Jordan Burton. 
You'll lose Mote Miley in the defensive line. Obviously, at the quarter position, Ashton Lampkin, Lindsey Pipkins will be gone. Same true for your first-team All-Big 12 Conference free safety, Jordan Stearns. The good news is on the defensive side, you had so many young players that played key snaps and at times played very well. You stop and think about it. Justin Phillips was fabulous in the TCU game. Kirk Tucker had moments where he played very, very well. Kevin Henry showed flashes and and played at some critical times, had the big interception at the end of the West Virginia game. Even the freshman, Calvin Bundage, you've got some good young players at linebacker, good young players in the defensive line, uh, and, and you've got some new guys coming into the mix, including, you know, some players like the LSU transfer wide receiver that sat out that could certainly help this team. So even though there are significant losses, uh, there's certainly reasons to feel like Oklahoma State in many of those positions can, can reload with guys who have some experience. And I was excited to see the freshman corners out there, Madre Harper and A.J. Green at the end of the Alamo Bowl game because Green got some playing time at the end of the year as we moved into the latter stages of November and into the Bedlam game. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how those young corners fare as we move along. Turning our attention to basketball. What we saw Friday, I think, was a West Virginia team that is a legitimate Final Four team. He talked to people who are in the know, and they will tell you this is Bob Huggins' best team at WVU. I don't think there's any doubt that's the case. They have lots of versatile pieces. They're probably better in their press and their full-court pressure than any team that Huggins has had. And they came in here on Friday, and they were unfazed by the atmosphere. In fact, they seemed to relish it. So that makes the game against Texas huge. A huge, huge game for Oklahoma State at Texas coming up Wednesday night for obvious reasons. If you lose this game, you could be staring at a 1-4, if not 0-5 start in conference play. Because remember, after the game at Texas, at Baylor Saturday, home for Iowa State next Wednesday, and then on the road at Kansas. It is a grueling start to conference play. This is a game certainly you can win. Texas has been struggling. They lost their conference opener at Kansas State. It's a very young team. It's a game that Oklahoma State can certainly win. Here's the good news, too, and all is not lost in that loss at home to West Virginia. And by the way, the crowd was fantastic. Wasn't it awesome to see Gallagher-Iba full and rocking? It was, it was great the way our fans responded. But back to the situation of the team. The good news is, as far as an NCAA tournament berth is concerned, Oklahoma State's resume, I think, in the non-conference is considerably better than the teams in the Big 12, at least, they'd be competing with. Right now, according to the RPI, which still isn't all that accurate because it's a little bit early to be looking at this, Oklahoma State is number 54 in the RPI. But if you look at who the Cowboys have beaten and who they have played and where they have played them, that'll jump out to the committee. Wichita State, for some reason, has dropped the number 72 in the RPI. There's no way that will hold course. They're going to be much higher than that. In fact, they're still in the top 30 in the Ken Palm rankings. That kind of gives you some perspective. That win on the road will have tremendous value. And the thing is, if you look at Oklahoma State's losses so far, all of them have come to teams in the top 33 of the RPI. Lost to North Carolina, the loss at Maryland, the loss at home to West Virginia. That's pretty impressive. And the thing is, the Cowboys could have a chance to get another significant non-conference victory in the Big 12 SEC Challenge, which I have said many times, I despise the Big 12 SEC Challenge being played in the middle of conference play. But for the Big 12 this year, and for Oklahoma State specifically, as well as some other teams, it could be a big deal. It could be a chance to get a feather-in-your-cap non-conference victory that could really matter 
to the NCAA Basketball Committee when they make their selections in March. There are a number of games that could be very significant in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. And again, I've always been opposed to that, but the Big 12 and Oklahoma State could benefit from that this year. So we'll see. It's a huge week. The game at Baylor will be very difficult to win. The game at Texas is very winnable. And as far as the Cowboys are concerned, just to sort of be able to hit the reset button and get a win is very important. And given what the schedule looks like, these first five games of conference play, it makes the game at Texas very, very, very important. Okay, I'm going to make your day now as we wrap things up. The Longhorn Network will be televising the Cowboys game at Texas on Wednesday. That means some of you will not be able to get the game. You can always listen to the radio broadcasts. I've heard it's okay, so you can join us for that. Here's something worth noting. The Longhorn Network, in all its glory, went on the air, I think it was August of 2011. Here's something to think about. Since the Longhorn Network went on the air in August of 2011, Oklahoma State in women's basketball, football, men's basketball, and baseball is a combined 30-18 and 18 against Texas. That's right. Oklahoma State women's basketball, men's basketball, football, and baseball are a combined 30-18 and 18 against Texas since the Longhorn Network went on the air. Football five and two, women's basketball five and five, men's basketball six and four. And the thing is, none of those Oklahoma State men's basketball teams ever advanced past the first game of the NCAA tournament, and the Cowboys are still six and four against them. And baseball has owned Texas. That was a case last year when the Cowboys beat them. I think it was four out of five times and swept them in the regular season. OSU in baseball against the Longhorns, fourteen and seven since the inception of the Longhorn Network. So there you go. That makes your day. The Cowboys have done very well against Texas since they had their own television network. Quite well, as a matter of fact. That's a Cowboy Radio Network Insider. Have a great middle of the week. Happy New Year again. We'll talk to you soon. This has been the Oklahoma State Cowboy Insider. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation.